0: Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co pilot, Lil Baron. Well, hello there. Lil <laughs> Baron.
1: I, did you see I tried to say hello differently today?
0: <laughs> I did. I noticed that. It threw me off for I know, just a I second. I know. <laughs> Hey, I want to just, uh, we've been talking for the last couple of weeks. I want to mm-hmm. just, you know, remind everybody that registrations are really coming in. It's looking yeah. great. Uh, we have well over 7,600 athletes that have registered for the games in October. We feel like we're on our way to a record year. Yeah. We're ahead of where we were at this time mm-hmm. yep. in 2019. It just feels like people are excited and ready to move forward. Of course, we're excited. I
1: was say, we're excited. Ready to move forward.
0: <laughs> what a downer 2020 <laughs> no, was. from an event standpoint you know there were just lots of things obviously lots of things going on and of course we accomplished some good things too we did during the timeout, but we're ready we're ready to come out (laughs) so last uh, time i talked a little bit about mountain biking Mm -hmm. if you'll remember that's Mm -hmm. one of our amazing 35 sports that we offer today i thought it might be fun to talk a little bit about track and field
1: yes track and field so
0: yeah track and field (laughs) was first contested in 1988 so the second year yeah. that the games uh were were you know contested we started in 87 all of a sudden 88 rolls around bam we have her <laughs> track and field right. right and over the years it's been kind of fun we've watched this event grow from what really was at the very, very beginning, kind of a recreational type meet into what is now a USA track and field sanctioned event. Mm-hmm. We have hundreds of athletes that are competing for gold, silver, and bronze medals mm-hmm. that really mean something. I yeah. mean, you got to earn these things. Right. <laughs> They're not just handed out. Let me just give you a couple of examples. Okay. And, and you, you could pick you know, hundreds or right. even thousands of examples. Right. I'm going to share a couple with you that really stood out to me. I want to start with the 100 meter dash. Okay. Now, for, for a lot of people, Especially those kind of outside of track and field, mm-hmm. uh, the hundred meters is the quintessential track meet, you know, or the track track race. It's the event. Uh, it's it's hotly contested. It's one of the the highlights of the Olympic Games, which we're going to celebrate oh, yeah. here in just a mm-hmm. few few weeks. Mm-hmm. We all know the name Usain Bolt because of the hundred meter dash, right? Yeah. That's what he that's what he does, right? Mm-hmm. So let me share just a few records with you. Just a couple. Um, our record for the 100 meter dash at the games is Jim Ross. Uh, He's a Salt Lake City guy. He set the record in 2004 for the 50 to 54 age group. His time, 11.64 seconds, which is fast.
1: That is so fast.
0: Yeah, he's moving. I've seen Jim run and he is fast. He's He's still fast. He's in a different age group now, but very fast. Pam Stewart, From Kitchener, Ontario, Canada, in the 50 to 54 age group. Uh, Her time, 13.93. She set that record in 2007. It still stands today. No one has been able to beat that in that age group. Um, Let's talk about the 400 for just a second. So, you know, we know the Olympics came from the Greeks. Mm -hmm. The Greeks, maybe you knew this, but they're the originators of the Olympic Games. They used to run the 400 in full battle gear. Oh. like that was their event and i'm talking everything like yeah. helmet shield armor sword spear you know their <laughs> little lace-up sandals that they were in full battle gear it was it was a big deal it was the real deal we do it a little bit differently yes. today we don't require the sword the sword or the spear <laughs> maybe we should. anymore maybe we should get back to the original uh, dean lundell has set the record for the last three age groups us wow. in the 400 every time he moves up into a new age group he sets a new record <laughs> including in 2019 when he ran the 400 in the 80 to 84 oh age goodness. group in one minute 16.38 oh, seconds geez. on the women's side Our friend from Barbados, Ainsley Lovell, Mm -hmm. Uh, she's she's an amazing athlete, comes from Barbados. Uh, Same thing. Every time she moves into a new age group, she raises the bar. Mm -hmm. She also broke a record in 2019 with the 400-meter time of 116.81. That's in the 65- to 69-year-old age group. Um, We don't want to forget the field events. A lot of times we focus on the sprints and the running. There's other things going on. In 2014, from Trinidad and Tobago, Lester Herbert broke a games record with a jump of 6.03 meters which is 19.73 feet almost 20 feet oh at the age goodness. of 50 uh, Linda Cohn is from Northridge, California. One of our favorite athletes. She's amazing. She owns the record in four different age groups. Most recently in 2018, she set a record in the 65 to 69 age group with the javelin toss of 33.34 meters. That's about 110 feet, (laughs) which is a long ways talking about spears, right? right? It's a long ways to throw the javelin. Our oldest record was set in 1989 in uh the 1500 meters by william johnston from salt lake city utah with a time of four minutes 34 seconds and 90.98 that's just barely short of a mile so that's a 434 (laughs) almost mile it's not quite a mile but it's close that's that's moving that's
1: really that's really fast
0: the list goes on there's a lot of people we could highlight Mm -hmm. Um, among the record holders though there are also many people who uh You know, pick up their favorite sport after a little bit of a hiatus, Mm -hmm. for whatever reason—whether it's life, job, family—it doesn't matter. They come back to the sport of their youth and they love it and compete in track and field at the World Senior Games. There are also lots of athletes who are just inspired by their their grandkids or their kids. The Olympics, like I mentioned, are coming up this year. Whatever it is, they try it out for the first time Mm -hmm. and they love it too. Yeah. So there's a there's a place for everybody. If you want to give it a shot, registration is open at seniorgames.net and there's a, just a, a wide variety of spores but within track and field lots of the events are offered speaking of speaking. track and field <laughs> as well as records lil today's guest wow i know this, this is amazing sue mcdonald is an athlete she's a coach a wife a mother of three and uh, someone who's really passionate about motivating and inspiring everyone she comes in contact with. She says she is one of those crazy USATF <laughs> Masters athletes who continues to strive to get faster and stronger each year, even though she keeps getting older like the rest of us. She's competed internationally, both as an open athlete in the high jump and the pole vault, as well as a Masters athlete. She is now specializes in the 400, 800 meters. Listen to just a few of these accolades, and okay. there are many, but just a couple of yeah. them. She was... Lil, the 2019 USATF, USA Track and Field, mm-hmm. Women's 55-plus Athlete of the Year. Oh,
1: my goodness.
0: Amazing. Yeah. She's a seven-time age group American record holder, specializing, again, in the 400, the 800. She also does the high jump and relays. She's a three-time collegiate All-American. Again, the list goes on, but wow. you get yeah. what I'm talking about here. Amazing stuff. Sue, welcome to yes. the show.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> How
0: incredible is that career?
1: Yeah. Well, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a great journey. And, you know, the best part of all this is just trying to do your best and meeting new people.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And especially in masters and senior sports, we find just time after time, that it really does revolve around meeting great people. Yeah. I mean, of course, we all want to do our best. We want to work hard. We we all want to win. Right. Not everyone gets to do that. You've got to do that quite a bit, <laughs> assume. But uh, it really does revolve around the people. I, I want to visit with you about how it started for you. Like like where did where? Obviously, you've competed for for a number of years. You've had success for a number of years. How did you get into it?
1: How far back are you wanting me to go? <laughs> well, I mean, all the way back.
0: I know at some point you're running around on the playground playing tag. Yeah. And you're just well, running everybody down. <laughs> and, you know, before you know it, you're uh, you're competing in, uh, in competitions.
1: Yeah. Well, I had a lot of energy when I was little. And um, so it kind of started in high school. I did track and basketball. And um, after that, I went to college and competed in track. I kind of dropped the basketball because I just kind of uh, – Showed more strength, I guess, in the track and yeah. field, and I really enjoyed it. Um, and so, I competed at Cal State Northridge and specialized in the high jump. I started out as a heptathlete, okay, um, and uh, I got mono like my
0: second uh, year uh, there,
1: and so that kind of forced me to kind of focus on the high jump. And so, then after college, I focused on the high jump until they opened up pole vault for women. in 1995 so I was one of the pioneer women that um competed in the very first USATF open um, nationals for pole vault and then I qualified for the Olympic trials in 96 in Atlanta um, where it was an exhibition because it was new so they always Mm -hmm. have to have it as an exhibition right Uh, so they just took the top 12 in the U.S. um And after that, I didn't really vault for that long. It's at that time I already had my first child; she was a toddler, (laughs) and I just very hard to train and compete with a toddler.
0: I I can I can imagine that being a bit of a challenge. I can I can see that being a struggle.
1: Yes, Um, and after that, I I played around with other sports like triathlons, road racing, like bike racing. biathlons, a so run, bike, run. Um, I met my husband doing triathlons. He's a seven-time Ironman, so we met at. Wow. The, I live in Santa Barbara, so we met at a like a meetup type of thing, um, a bike ride meetup. And um, I always came back to track and field. I mm-hmm. I sometimes just kind of look at the American records and I say, <laughs> "Oh, I think I can do that," you know. So that's <laughs> how I came back to try and go for the high jump American record when I was 50. Wow.
0: Wow. Wow. So yeah, you, I mean, you've definitely um, just been able to stay active and lived as, as we say the active life and competed. and, And that's amazing. I'm wondering where, where's your motivation come from? Like how do you just continue to keep coming back year after year?
1: Uh, it's all self-motivation. I, I've always been very self-motivated. And I've always been very driven to just see what my body can do. Like, and I love to train hard. Um, so I just constantly challenge myself and it's just all comes w- from within. I don't really need anyone telling me or like encouraging me to get out there and work out. I mean, you could ask my husband, I'm kind of a crazy. <laughs> I'm very, like you said, I'm very consistent. Um, and I think that's the name of the game. You just can't let yourself go and let yourself get totally out of shape and then try to have to start all over and come back and then possibly get injured because you're trying to do things that you used to do too soon. So my goal is just to keep active, even if I just play around with different sports, you know, and come back to track and play around with different sports. It kind keeps of keeps everything fresh and less injuries that way.
0: Yeah, we talk a lot, especially in youth sports, about how we're kind of losing a little bit of that. Like a lot of kids really specialize and, and yes. focus. And there's arguments, pros and cons both ways. Um, it seems like for you, it has worked to to try new things and kind of explore, but then come back to your foundation. Uh, where where you've been able to have the most success. I'm wondering in all of this exploration that you've done and you've done a variety of things. I I know I didn't, I didn't mention, but you qualified for the Boston marathon. Uh, You know, you've done a bunch of stuff. Um, You've kind of gravitated back to track and field, obviously, because that's where you have the most success. But if you put success aside, what's been your very favorite thing to do? Is it, is it still track and field?
1: I think, (laughs) yeah. I mean, no doubt track and field because it's been my life. Um, I've met the most amazing people through track and field and, um, you know, I mean, it is fun to be successful. (laughs) Um, uh, And I guess my favorite event would be high jump and pole vault. Pole vault was very challenging and and thrilling. It's just extremely hard to do and Uh scary. Um, so I'm kind of proud of myself for taking that up. I was 33 when I did that. And I was the only mom out there. They used to call me grandma out at the track. <laughs> you know, <schedule> stuff and <laughs> Cause I was so much older. The girls were like 18, 19, 20, you know?
0: Yeah, right. But you were able to do it. I, you know, I, um, I think I was about 33 when I pole vaulted once. <laughs> and, uh, really?
1: How'd I, used, you I do? used to
0: run. I used to run a, a different sporting event called the Utah Summer Games, and um, I, I kind of tried to compete in a, in a variety of different things. And so one year I did diving, and one year I did a, a, a gymnastics trampoline event, and uh, one year I thought oh, I'm going to try this pole vault thing. And I I never got good at it by by any stretch of the imagination, but I think I cleared ten feet. That's good. Which I felt you know pretty good about. I of course you know we we have this perception, and I know that you deal with this as a as a senior and a masters athlete. But we have this perception of the Olympics, and you know when people do it in the Olympics, you know they're bent in the pole and they're just flinging themselves, you know so high in the air and so I would I, I stopped telling people 10 feet because they were always so disappointed and like, well, you do it dude
1: I know I think anyway. the weirdest thing for me like when I tried to break the uh, American record in the high jump I was in my prime I, I jumped six one and a quarter which is you know considered- Hi. oh my word <laughs> six one and a quarter is taller than I am but when I came back to it I thought, Oh, I can probably do five, six in my sleep. And I had to, I had to um, clear, I think five, three, wait, five, yeah. Five, three for the world record. And um, you know, the last time I was an active competitor in the high jump was not that, I think it was 2000, but, Anyway, I thought that's no problem. I shouldn't have any problem doing this, but oh my gosh, I struggled meet after meet <laughs> after meet, and I only got like five one, which was good enough for the American record, but yeah. you know, chasing that world record just didn't come. So you know, to be used to jumping at six one, and then,
0: and then it's at right? like
1: five one, you know, when you're in their your fifties, but still, it it's was hum- weird.
0: It's humbling and yet at the same time like,
1: seriously, girl, you're jumping five <laughs> feet
0: one inch. That's amazing. <laughs> That's incredible. So let's talk a little bit about world records. Now we we've we've mentioned some of your accolades and some of the records that you've held. Um, you've held a record at the world level in uh master sports.
1: No, I don't American have any world records.
0: records. Okay. No, but American I've, records. I've
1: chased them before, but I never mm-hmm quite achieved it so maybe when i get to be 60 (laughs) i can go out some more records
0: (laughs) but isn't that one of the greatest things about masters and senior sports is that you know every five years you are the kid again like you're the young one
1: yes Well like getting older it gets you excited it gets
0: you excited about moving up into that next age group for sure exactly so uh you've you've actually registered to compete at the huntsman world senior games this year and and uh if i'm not mistaken this will be your first time at our event and uh you're gonna shoot for trying to uh get another record
1: i would like to um yes uh there my record for the outdoor um 800 was broken it's um pending ratification but uh Um, so that kind of like I said I love challenges and so I think you know for a few months after nationals I'll just you know train and just gear towards that distance right now I've been gearing towards the 400 and the 300 hurdles so like the shorter sprints um so you know I'll see I'm 58 so I'm kind of at the top of the age group so uh, a little bit more challenging to run those faster times but like I said I love challenges and um I like to work hard. So we'll just see what happens.
0: I, I want you to kind of go back in, in your mind and tell us what it feels like when you cross that finish line and you're given everything that you've got. You cross the finish line, you turn around, you're breathing heavy, you look at the clock and you've just broken a record. What's that feeling like?
1: Um, just like an amazing, you know, just, you just feel so amazing. And then like, uh, like you almost don't believe it, you know, and, and, it, you know, all, the goal was achieved. And it's just, I don't know. It's a weird, usually my, um, teammate, Leslie Hines, um, and her coach, um, and her husband, her husband uh, trained me for the past three years. Uh, she was usually always there when I broke records. And so she would usually tell me, like, <laughs> I would be so oblivious when I'd go across the line, I wouldn't even know. And yeah. she'd be, Screaming and run out there and like you did it, you did it. So it's usually that's how you usually find out is through my friend Leslie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but what a great way to celebrate yeah. together uh, a friendship and yes. and uh, that's we have
1: three world records of the W sixty.
0: Oh, so, wow.
1: he's my inspiration. <laughs>
0: so she knows, she knows what it's like. She knows that feeling. Yeah. I want to ask you this too. Maybe this isn't even a fair question, but <laughs> what does it feel like to have that record and then have somebody swoop in and swipe <laughs> it from you?
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how that would feel. I think I've, I'm trying to think. Oh yeah. I did have the American record for the pole vault when I was 35 and that got broken. I like Stacey Dragila who's you know world record yeah book. oh yeah but, She's um, yeah I didn't really know how I would feel until it happened and <laughs> you know I knew I probably wouldn't feel that great but you know it, it happens I mean records are made to be broken right and um it just made me hungry to just go after it again you know I don't know if I'll get it yeah but yeah. I know I want to try and I probably will get a season best at least you know if I don't quite get the record but um there's a lot of great runners in the W55 age group uh quite a few um fast women have aged up recently so it's a very tough age group right now
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah but that's kind of in and of itself and and i mean Certainly, I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I know that somewhere right now there are other women saying the same thing about you, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, the records I broke, when I first broke the records for the 400 and 800 at the Outdoor Nationals in 2018, those records hadn't been broken in over 20 years.
0: Wow. Which
1: I was really surprised because, I mean, not that I didn't think that they were fast or anything, but I was just kind of surprised that they were, they you had know, stood that long for so long. Yeah. Um, but now it's like, I don't know if it's the shoes, you know, because they make shoes better now or the training, you know, the science behind the training or what it's- people are running faster. faster. <laughs> it's you. It's me.
0: <laughs> well, I think there are elements of, of the technology and yeah. things like that. And I think we understand biology better and, you know, the ability to film and tweak even just minor things, I think certainly have, have progressed but but at the end of the day someone's got that's to right. just like grit their teeth and buckle down and make it happen and yeah congratulations on an yes. incredible career you've been able to Thank do you. that for a long time so that's awesome yeah
1: I know where I'm going to be this year at track, During and, field. track and field. Yes. yes. <laughs> Watching Sue. Absolutely. Aww. Well, I look forward to meeting you guys. Yeah. Yeah,
0: we definitely look forward to it. Yeah. So now you've been a competitor, obviously, as we've been talking about for a long time, spent a lot of years uh, competing. Um, you also coach people. Yes. So talk a little bit about the difference between the satisfaction of being a competitor and having success and then also being able to, to help others achieve success. What's, what's the feeling there?
1: I feel like it's almost the same, like it's all or better when your athletes improve. Um, and I actually have, I think three athletes, women that are in my same age group. Oh. So like that's interesting. Yeah. So I, I mostly coach masters athletes. Uh, I do have a 14 year old girl that I coach here in town, but most of my training I, I do online. So some of my athletes I've never even met before, but a lot of them are going to USATF nationals, So I'll see them there. And I'm mm-hmm. trying to get them to go to Huntsman's too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get, um, yeah it's, it's a great feeling um, when, you know, even and most of my girls, they, Want to improve for health reasons. You know, it's not so much that, you know, they want a medal. Of course, they, you know, medals are great. We all
0: want to win.
1: You know, many people are just doing it for their health and to keep active and to meet people. Um, And so um, I just love seeing their excitement when they do, you know, run a PR.
0: No, there really is, again, just a a lot of satisfaction in in being a part of helping other people achieve their goals uh, and and in many ways, as much satisfaction as yourself being able to do so. So Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool. Well, we've got about, I don't know, 30 seconds or so left. Uh, You mentioned that you've been kind of talking to others and encouraging them to to get out and compete at, at whatever level that is. What would you say to our listeners that are maybe sitting on the fence and wondering, eh, should I do this or not?
1: Um, I'd say, uh, get your butt out there. (laughs) (laughs) Spoken
0: (laughs) like a true coach.
1: (laughs) Um, St. George is a beautiful place to visit. There's all kinds of national parks nearby, so you can make it a family vacation and... You could do track and field or you could do any of the other events, just like the Olympics. Um, I say, make a move, take an action. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, Sue, thank you so much for for joining us. Um, That's the time that we've got to visit with you, but we wish you the very best. And and again, we're both looking forward to meeting you when you're here in October and hopefully smashing that record.
1: (laughs) We'll be cheering for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, good luck in your training and everything that's upcoming.
1: Thank you wow
0: yeah good stuff yeah. oh it's, uh, that's exciting that I is just exciting. Uh, really looking forward to seeing her here I know. in October when so. you're talking
1: to her I'm getting chills I'm like
0: oh, I know so cool I'm so not cool. gonna run
1: or pull balls <laughs> or anything but that is so cool it really is
0: uh, <laughs> lots of fun yeah um, let me just share a couple of things just to wrap okay. us up here I mentioned it at the beginning I'm just going to keep on mentioning that I know registration is open <laughs> uh such a great opportunity so much fun you can check out all the schedules the rules the dates as well as our COVID-19 plan it's all at seniorgames.net. We've got a ton of other content there as well. Everything from uh, regular wellness and and health blog posts, got access to our Living Your Best Life webinar series, just a a bunch of stuff there. So make sure that you spend some time at seniorgames.net. We want to remind everybody to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. Of course, we take this show, that is live and we turn it into a podcast and you can subscribe anywhere that you find your favorite podcasts. If you're listening by podcast, take a moment, give us a rating, write a quick review. It really helps us spread the word. One of the best and easiest places to leave a review is at podchaser.com slash the active life. And then of course, like I said, you can find this as well as previous shows right on our website. Again, seniorgames.net. Check that out. Today's inspirational thought. It's okay. another good one it's this the ones who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who usually do
1: it's true
0: (laughs) until next thursday stay active